welcome to A Marvelous Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Nick Johnston. I'm another one of your hosts, Grace Johnston. You can guess what I am. I'm Noah. (laughs) An ocelot. I'm a possum. (laughs) And as you can tell, Jonah is not with us tonight. No, no. Been missing him a little bit. Good whistling, babe. (laughs) I mean, it looks, we should work on that. It looks pretty cool. <laughs> I can only whistle sucking in, so. So what that. you're saying is you suck at whistling? I suck at whistling, and I suck to whistle. Mm. It's okay. I can I can whistle very well. It's one loud, constant note, and that's it. <laughs> There's no fluctuation. Oh yeah, maybe we can tie whistling into that sonic generator thing that's in the movie we're gonna review. In which uh, movie is that? Whistling, Siren Songs, Wakanda Forever. Boom, did it. Three steps. Yeah. Wakanda Forever. So, I wasn't... I don't really remember if I liked the first Black Panther movie or not. We'll have to watch it again at some point. Um, we'll I don't even there. know if I saw the whole thing all the way through. I A lot of the Marvel movies that I watched early on, I watched... Uh, over at your parents' house, and there was just a lot of interruptions and getting us to do projects and stuff like that, and so I don't know what all I've seen all of. So my expectations weren't super high, but I also didn't think it was just automatically going to suck, which I think a lot of people thought. Yeah, I I think I liked the first one, Mm. Um, and this one, it had a slow start, and a few slow bits in it um but i think overall it had um tied up a lot of good loose ends or not tied up loose ends but it it had a good flow well um when you said about it having a slow start it does but i don't know why it seems like it's a slow start because if you actually pick it apart it's action scene action scene craziness but it doesn't it doesn't feel like you really jump into things. It does feel like you're just kind of waiting to actually jump into the movie. Yeah, I think it's because it's a lot of um, building story, resolving death, building story, building story. Okay, now we're actually into... Trying to make the big bad seem super duper tough. Yeah. Right off the get-go. Yeah, and I, I think tonally that's where it seems slow is because... We, we think of comedy as fast-paced, we see action as fast-paced, but when the tone is slow and sad, it makes it seem like the movie is going slow, but in reality we're just dealing with like grief between action scenes, so you don't have all that like adrenaline pumping, laughter, action. Yeah, on the... On that same note, like right right off the get go when we got the scene like on the ship, you know, the where the drilling machine's located and like we lose our two divers and then just start losing all these people right at the beginning of the movie off the ship. Normally if they're going to start one of the superhero movies off that way, like with a bunch of people dying, that's that's the first time you see the hero is in that scene. A few people die, but then the hero comes in, and the tone of the movie changes when the hero saves the day. There's some close call with you know somebody that almost dies, and somehow the hero rescues them. 
we didn't have that. We just had death and death and more death and a helicopter get thrown into the water and yeah, we it's, had oof. We had Shuri try to save T'Challa's life, but you know. Yeah, it was off to a rough start, like emotionally. Mm-hmm. Which pronounced that funny. <laughs> emotionally. Just gotta get all the symbols in there. <laughs> Which the the death scene at the very beginning. Um, one thing that I didn't get on the first rewatch is there's um, Shuri scrambling to try to save T'Challa's life. And a guy comes in and is like, you should be with him. And she just, like, pretty much says, go away, I'm trying to fix him. And then, like, seconds later, the queen comes in and lets us know that he's dead. She missed her chance. She missed her chance to be with him at the end. And was just taking it upon herself to save her brother because that's really been her goal since we've met her because the entire first Black Panther movie it's hey I have built this amazing thing for you that keeps you protected it puts like a shield around your whole body essentially here's all the weapons I've integrated into the suit um, which she had also seen her I mean not seen her grandfather die but you know maybe it's like I can keep my brother if I put all of this stuff into this suit and then it winds up being an illness that takes both uh, Chadwick Boseman in real life and in um, the beginning of Black Panther 2. So uh, Shuri just... That's her love language, I guess, is just like... Protecting her brother. (laughs) With what she knows, which is technology. Like, I can use my brain and just throw armor around the people I love, which is kind of the same thing that Tony does in the Iron Man movies. He's like, I want a suit of armor around the world. I, I He built a armor for his wife to protect her because anybody that he cares about... Oh, um, Spider-Man. He built Spider-Man a special armored suit. Like, all the people that he cares about in life... Mine is happy for some reason. Apparently, he's like <laughs> happy doesn't matter. He's He'll be fine. fine. <laughs> um, it just is. It, it's her version of like keeping everyone she loves safe. So I had this question pop up in my brain. Um, what is the point of the purple heart plant? Like oh, like the heart shaped herb. Yeah, the heart shaped herb. Like. Can somebody tell me what the uh, supernatural abilities are that it gives you? Like, Shuri was trying to recreate the heart-shaped plant to heal T'Challa, right? So that's that's what... But T'Challa had already taken the plant once before. So wouldn't that have given him some sort of, like... Yeah, like... Does it wear off? Right. Is that what is we're it something implying? Like, he has to continue to consume it? Because that's not what's implied in the first movie. So... I'm the, sorry, I didn't mean to hide, no. hijack your thought. I think we're on the same page. Yeah, that's straight on. The the thing that I'm wondering is I... I 
uh, T'Challa, like, dies essentially in the first movie, doesn't he? And he goes to the spirit realm. Well, you die when you take the heart-shaped herb and become the Black Panther, take on the mantle of the Black Panther. Or are you saying when he, like, loses the fight super bad and basically dies? Because at that point, he was no longer under the effects of the herb. Yeah, there was. I thought there was something that he loses the power of the heart-shaped herb at some point they, in the movie. They took it when he was challenged. You can't have your powers if you're being challenged for leadership. Yes. Gotcha. But he gets it back in that movie? I guess it's been a minute. Well, yeah, yeah because he... he loses it and then doesn't, you know, he nearly dies. And then that's when Killmonger gets rid of all of it to make sure that he can't get his powers back. And then they smuggled, like, one of them somehow, and he got the powers back. I forget how he gets the powers yeah, back. I, re- I remember them, like, finding a couple of them or whatever, but yeah, I don't Yeah, aren't know. they in uh, M'Baku's, like, camp or something? Oh, yeah, that might be it. In the mountains. Yeah, I didn't do that thing where I, like, pre-watch <clears throat> Black Panther 1 to prepare myself for Black Panther 2. Because um, I was like, oh, I I saw that a couple years ago. I'm good. And I saw that <laughs> at some point recently. So I didn't hear the part that you pointed out about uh, vibranium not being detectable by a normal metal detector. Um, and that's probably the conversation that they then added in, the fact about there being finally a detector for vibranium, that there's only one. Um, and we needed to know that there was only one detector and that this wasn't like a a common technology because you know that that sets up half the movie but i feel like the way it actually came out in the dialogue felt kind of contrived like it didn't feel natural it was uh what was the one in one of the like main avengers movies or maybe it wasn't even a movie it was something we reviewed we made jokes about it oh moon knight oh yes about the suits healing powers Ah, uh, yes. You, why don't you put on your healing suit? <laughs> um, yeah, that naturally came up in conversation. Totally natural. Felt, felt the flow. But yeah, I guess the whole premise is like predicated on the fact that there's only one and they cannot reverse engineer this technology that Riri has invented. So we must kill her and destroy the one thing that, like, tells people where Vibranium is. Not like they're just going to go back and drill in that same spot where they already found some. That's fair. They definitely kept a GPS log on the location of that ship. Even if, even if you completely get rid of the ship. Yeah, they have that, you know, like, uh, airplanes have the little yeah. black box. Exactly. Yep. And I, my thing would be if I found <coughs> some in one spot, I think I'd do what I always did on Minecraft and just, hmm, let's try over here, right next to, oh, here. <laughs> oh, battleship rules. There you go. <laughs> C4, miss. Hmm. C5, hit. You sunk my destroyer. I really want one of those little uh, bug bracelet drone dealios. Like, I, I've always wanted a little drone to fly around anyway, just because they're cool. But, like, having the super realistic little bug one 
So just in general, those bracelets are amazing. Like they act as a AED and they can tell your heart rate, your location. Like those things are all around amazing. (laughs) I guess we're pretty close with, you know, our (laughs) smart watches or whatever, but. Yeah, but this this is our best minds and this is what we've got. Yeah, they don't look as cool. Well, that it's it's the utility. It's Batman's utility belt on your wrist. Like, what do I need these to do? Man, it would be really cool if we had a blank. I guess the beads can do that. Every kid that we're introduced to now seems to be also a genius in the MCU. Like, there's not just like regular kids. Like, every kid is also. Oh, and they're a genius. And they're all, like, close to... They're not necessarily replacing, but following in the footsteps of all these superheroes. I mean, there was that one kid from Iron Man 3. He did like to tinker, but I don't think he was on the level of uh, Iron Man. No, not quite. Well, so we have... Probably not. uh, Spider-Man. Yes. We have... Riri, we had Shuri yep. before that. We have uh, the new uh, from Miss Marvel. Like his name starts with an E, I think. I know who you're talking. Not about. Edison. What is it? what is it? He lives in the apartment building. It's his her best friend. Um, I'll have it. So we have that guy. We have Scott Lang's daughter. Like all of the teenagers coming in. Oh, there's the the Tinkery kid. That's Falcon's wingman. That's gonna... He gets his own suit. Like... It's Bruno, by the way. Bruno! Oh, so it's not even... We don't even talk about Bruno. <laughs> ah, yes. Should have known that's why we couldn't think of it. Yeah. It's in the rules. <laughs> but... Like, it's... it. Someone needs to tell Marvel it's okay for there to be a, a kid introduced to a show. It's just normal. That's what? just a kid. You just you want you want a Captain America kid that's just a you know a normal kid kid from Brooklyn that yes. has super strength or something. Oh, I could do this all day. <laughs> There'll be another radioactive spider out of nowhere. <laughs> I'm like just every a- every time we have a kid that just actually as normal something's gonna have happen to make them awesome i don't know like shuri was already that person so they pretty much just made another shuri but with a different backstory in a black panther movie yeah well it's probably the fact that so many of these actors in the mcu um we were a lot of them are losing interest in the roles that they play and looking to do other things with their career because they've already been a part of it for so long. They have to just keep opening future options for casting. Mm-hmm. So if they're going to have a kid on the show, they have to take a chance that maybe they're going to use that kid or that kid's character t- to create something else so that they can keep making money. Yep. But do they all have to be geniuses as well? Essentially, Marvel is going... But you're so old. Like, this will be the last time we have Drax. Ever. Because Dave Bautista's done. Yeah. Curse you, to do more serious stuff. Which is... Fine. Which is fine. More serious stuff? Or more... Uh... Adult people oriented? Same thing. No. 
Depends on the definition <laughs> of adult in this case. That's why I said adult-oriented. Yeah, it's... He's definitely just looking to do, like, more... <coughs> I think he actually used the word, like, geared... Or the wording geared towards adults. Okay. Like, just action movies and stuff. So okay. he's allowed to swear if he wants to or gotcha. whatever. Be more him. To be to be fair, we have gotten a good amount of Drax, I feel. Like... Especially yeah, he had special. his own Christmas special. <laughs> his his shtick has been used. Like we've, the jokes have been in each. We'll replace them with another, uh, kind of ignorant head eventually. Yeah. Um, before I forget to mention it and make my wife sad, I gotta gotta mention a little water or the weird little water drum that they used to open the gate. I actually didn't see if that opened the gate or if that was just showing that that's how they were making the the sound that was going to then become the soundtrack for that scene. <laughs> I don't know if the door just opened because they got close to it. Like No, I think... I think... I don't know. I think she was right on, like, that being the way that the... Because it, like it's a like a passcode. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like the clapper. Three-bit haircut, two bits... <laughs> I think that that was, while it seemed silly, I get the whole mindset of it. Because Wakanda is... I'd never have the coordination to get inside. Yeah, well... I'd splash all the water up and be like, wait, I can't play the rest. <laughs> <laughs> wait, no, I was doing a, the the beat from uh, uh, Genesis... Uh, I can feel it coming. <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> anyway. Is it short, short, long, or long, long, short? <sighs> you uh, you said Ross is going to be big moving forward. Do not, not, not Ross. Oh, okay. Who? The 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 ex-wife. The ex. Okay. Valentina, gotcha. which we've seen in gotcha, gotcha. other properties. <laughs> I just was was saying it was crazy. The big part about it was that this character that we've known since Black Panther and Civil War and all that is was married to Valentina, which is going to be the new or is is like a evil Nick Fury or uh, she's anti-hero. Been yeah, um, she's just a, a recruiter. I feel like this <laughs> Ross, I kind of have a feeling it's going to be more like a Coulson. They're going to let us just barely start to, like, really like him and be like, oh, he's dead. Okay, so on the note of Ross, um, she says he's my favorite colonizer, which I just find hilarious because he is one of those British actors playing an American, and the colonizers were British colonizing America. So I just thought that that was a funny <coughs> little uh, connection there. <laughs> Sorry. No, you're good. Spaced out. I thought it was interesting that the Tolokans, which, because we, we can't say Atlanteans, the Tolokians Tolokans have uh, like siren powers among other mm -hmm. things. And a lot of the scenes that they're in felt like various parts of the Pirates of the Caribbean series. 
like in the beginning when we first see them and they're just heads and sticking out of the water i was getting uh, pirates of the caribbean one vibes and then when we see them fighting on the bridge with like the shark helmet the hammerhead shark helmet on i was getting uh, pirates of the caribbean two and three vibes because the um was that which one's dead man's chest which is the octopus i've only seen one of them I've only seen one of them, and I don't know what. Am I spoiling all of the things for no. you? Okay, because I was like, every time I bring something up, it's like spoiling a major no, series. No, no, no. These have been out so long that they're at least the other one had come out like within the last year and a half. These movies have been out for ten, 10 plus. plus. Yeah, that, that <laughs> was fifteen like, years. <laughs> long enough that I remember all my friends. <clears throat> talked about them like they were old when we were in high school. I was going to say, shoot, I think they came out when I was in, like, middle school. <laughs> yeah. But the the Hammerhead Shark, had they have characters that are, like, just made out of, you know, barnacles and have crab arms and a shark head and stuff. And, yeah. So <laughs> then there was the deserted island at the end, so that reminded me of... When Captain Jack was stranded on <laughs> the island for the third time. So anyway. I just had to look up and see when the first one came out. And it was when I was in elementary school. So, Oof. yeah. Even longer than we thought. Even longer than we thought. How do we feel about our uh, our main villain? Our main antagonist? Because, like, some... Why don't I like him as a villain? And I don't mean like I'm I'm mad at him and want to punch him in the face because I feel like that towards most villains. I mean, I kind of got that, but like something just doesn't feel right about him, and I don't know what it is. Is it because he, you want him to be a super like you want him to be on the good team, but he I really is have no idea what it bed. is. I like I it's not that his acting's bad or anything. And I think he's got a good origin story. Just like I don't, I don't like him as a villain. I don't really have a good reason for it. I guess. So, I think they were trying to push him or show him as a villain in this film, but it was one of those things we see at the end. I and I have no knowledge of what the future looks like for him, but um, you know they show him as a villain in this film. But we don't want him to get hated too much on because there's, you know, we want him actually as a good guy in the future. It says in the comics he was just always an at or an antagonist, but not really a hero or a villain. Like it just okay. whatever suited his, whatever suited him. So that's that's probably it. Is you know, he's. He's not a good he's, guy. He's not a bad guy. He's, he's just neutral, and that's why I don't like him. <laughs> yeah, it's like pick a side. Well, he also was in the Illuminati in the comics. Really? Yeah. So um, he was part of the Illuminati. It's like everything below the surface. So like anybody like super powerful that is in charge of a whole bunch of people or a whole realm or a genius so like you have black bolt which was the king of the inhumans you've got the king of atlantis which is namor so everything below the earth or below the earth below the water the water um king of the mutants 
in air quotes would be Professor X, which is on um, also part of the Illuminati. Then you have uh, the people that speak for, like the two geniuses that speak for the regular world, which would be Reed Richards, Mr. Fantastic, and um, Iron Man. And then Doctor Strange is like the spiritual, supernatural realm of things. So they kind of covered all their bases there. But I, he also was like on and off kind of with the Avengers. Like, leaned leaned on the side of good, but also was like, it's my way or the highway, kind of. So, I, I don't know. I think the acting from him, as well as... I Really, everybody in the movie was solid, in my opinion. Like, you really feel for him and Shuri and Queen... Uh, it's not Rhonda. What Ramada? is it? Ramonda. Ramonda. Ramonda's a hotel. <laughs> yeah, the Ramonda Inn. Ugh. The queen dies and we name a hotel after her. Long live the queen. I only really had one other like relevant note besides the the finale, which we do need to talk about for a second. But the other one, you remember when they're uh, analyzing, you know, the the wreckage scene from the battle on the bridge. Yes. Cars are gone, whatever, and he finds the beads. <coughs> find out later in the movie that the, they intentionally left that because they knew he was, you know, up to something and needed to follow him. But now on the second watch through, I'm looking at that, and, like, as soon as he looks at it, I'm like, why would you even think about picking... Now, I know, obviously. But why would you pick that up? It's... There is no way an entire team of trained professionals out there looking for these cars. There's like three things sitting on the whole bridge. There's no way they didn't go, oh, okay. And it's sticking out. So it just, like, you could tell it's staged on the second watch through, but I didn't see that at all the first time. It's it's staged for the people for the first watch through. <laughs> and if the there's already a scene, in, like an investigation going on there, who didn't like, what guy that puts the, you know, number, exhibit A, exhibit B, you yeah. know, one, two, three, who didn't see, didn't see those beats? Exactly. Or, or later, like, you know, they're flipping through the photos that they took of the crime scene, and they're like, where did this piece of evidence go? Well, I mean, I, what I got from it was... They've been trying to blame the Wakandans for all these deaths, which would just start a war. Mm -hmm. So them finding this scene with those Wakandan beads at the scene would be like, ah, our suspicions have been right. The Wakandans have been doing these things, and then there's going to be like, yeah, and I see why he has to take them and get them out of there. Like he was completely trapped. He had to take them, but like, also people are still walking around. And there's nothing right around there. He is walking to the middle of an open area, squatting down to the only open thing, and grabbing something and stuffing it in his pocket. <laughs> nothing! I wasn't doing anything. I just dropped my keys. Hold up. Why does it look like you have a... My pocket's not glowing. A bracelet in your... In your, in your you don't want to know what those beads are. Oof. <laughs> None of your business. Not, don't worry about it. I have rights. Oh, so, like, directly after that scene, um, 
in that scene, Shuri is captured. And we see the queen, and she's like, my entire family is gone. How could you let this happen? Blah, blah, blah. And, like, your kid's not even dead. She's just kidnapped. And She's just kidnapped. Why are you even worried about? Okay, so I, I get it. Hysterical yeah. for that. But, and then she dies later. And <coughs> Shuri is the one that is actually, actually without yeah. any family. She's an orphan. Sort of. Yeah. She's vengeance. <laughs> so... Anything you want to talk about before we get to the finale? You probably have a lot of stuff, don't you? Yeah, I guess I've been, you know, piggybacking off of your guys' stuff and not... All right, well, I will offer nothing else and let you get through your stuff. These are always We can talk about... You and I can talk about uh, the underwater um, Namor's village, so to speak. How you get there through the EAC... The EAC? Yeah, the East, East Australian, Australian Current. Oh! <laughs> righteous! Righteous! That, that would have been a great spot for... for A cut, a voiceover clip. Yeah, what of like... What is it called? A mashup. There we go. Yeah, where like Squirt comes out and explains, okay, here's what we're gonna do. <laughs> like, we got some massive currents out there. And then it's just like... Cuts to uh, Namor and Re- or Shuri's like, he's trying to say something to me. I just know it. <laughs> um, so no Avengers and no wife and child allowed at Black Panther- Panther's funeral. Tossing that out there. Okay, so I don't know if there were no Avengers allowed, but yeah, definitely no Avengers showed up. To his funeral, which is messed up, because at Iron Man's funeral there was everyone. Right, but everybody knew on that battlefield that well, Iron Man had died, uh, with... and he had made that great sacrifice for the sake of the entire universe. Well, and you know some of the. Well, I guess we haven't had anybody that was at Iron Man's funeral die yet, have we? Because they would have already been dead. MJ. Oh. Or not MJ. I'm so stupid. <laughs> uh, Aunt May. Yeah. We didn't and really then, get a funeral scene for her either. Uh, Captain America's gone, not dead. Uh, Black man. Panther didn't get a funeral, which everybody... There's not an excuse for Black Panther not getting a funeral. Minus... But, uh, what did uh, I say? You said Black Panther. Which, oh my goodness. Which is what we are talking about. Scene, so. <laughs> I'm... Yes. I did the thing because... Uh, in earlier shows, I kept saying Deadpool instead of Daredevil because we were talking about both of them. The same letter. Yeah. We were talking about them in close proximity to one another, and I kept being like, you know how Deadpool's blind and all of this stuff? He's way not. So, <laughs> back to what you were saying about Black Widow not having a funeral. Nobody, no crime. Like, there was nobody to bury. Nobody, no crime. So... It's, it's sort of... A, sure, we it would can. Be a, even it would have been more of a <laughs> memorial uh, thing than yeah. an actual funeral. Well, also, they were like, does she have any family? And then Cap's like, yeah, us. But 
we find out later that she had Couldn't a family. we have, like, maybe rolled her funeral into Tony's then? Like, yes. <laughs> wouldn't that have been a great time to be like, and, you know, we also lost... <laughs> Just have two caskets. Like, boom, these are the Avengers that died today. Like, <laughs> you could have a symbolic casket, yeah. Well, yeah, <laughs> I guess, yeah. <laughs> if we had a body, this is where you we could have been. a symbolic casket, a symbolic urn. It's really your choice. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Shape will not be an issue. <laughs> Size doesn't matter either. Size matters not. Um, so in this movie they say, uh, my enemies call me Namor, and then immediately everybody calls him Namor. Like, yeah. everybody calls him Namor. They're trying not to start a war between these two massive continents, not continents, but two nations. nations. And he's like, yeah, my enemies call me Namor. All right, Namor. You got it, Namor. And you can call me... <laughs> they call me Mr. Pig. Um, He also calls himself a mutant, which he's like the second, third, second or third confirmed mutant for the MCU before we get to the X-Men. Isn't Miss Marvel a mutant? Yes, they used the M word in Miss Marvel as well. Not Miss or Marvel, the other one. The the, uh, the third one. (laughs) Um, On the... I found Namor very threatening multiple times in this movie because he harshly threatens the Queen, uh, Queen Ramonda and he's like... If you tell anyone about us, I will kill your nation. I will kill you. I will kill your family. Like, he got gets all mafia with it. And he, like, low-key threats, threatens Shuri when she's underwater. Pretty much the same thing. Like, I will wipe you guys from the face of the earth. And then he goes all buddy-buddy. And then, Yeah. He's, uh, he seems <coughs> mentally unstable. I mean, when you've been around for, like... Over 200 years, he'd be a little bit, uh... He gets crazy eyes a lot. And not, like, the, like... Not the good kind. Not the good... (laughs) The kind that for sure is going to lead to a a bloody knife someday. That's the kind of crazy. Like, the dead crazy. (laughs) (laughs) So, when Shuri was in that diving suit down underwater... Down under. Down under. It kind of makes you wonder... If or hope that that was the good diving suit and not the compromised diving suit that got uh, clipped off of it, the life support. Oh, we My toes are feeling wet. Supposed <laughs> <laughs> to be wet in here. Yeah, I love the what he says right before we see her in the suit, where he's like, "You wouldn't be able to go down and see my village You'll like that. Crushed. Your your blood would." become poisonous your your bone your bones would all be crushed by the weight of the ocean and then he's like or you could use one of these nifty diving diving suits that we just just so happened to have we, we found throw it away <laughs> somebody was throwing them away weird we're there was just in the rubbish heap <laughs> we were recycling it's recycling is what we're doing it's <laughs> we're reusing it 
Don't look too too far into it. In case we needed it, wait, no, none of us need those to breathe underwater. This is a tricky situation. How convenient to move the plot forward to have those suits. Take a really, really deep breath. That was the only other way the season could go. <laughs> Take a really deep breath. We will revive you when we get back to the top. But then the blood becoming poisonous, yeah, yeah. the crushing. Um, so, Nick sent me a TikTok of like how they filmed the underwater scenes for Avatar 2. And uh, so that's like all I could think of when they were filming the whole underwater scene of like, you know, seeing the people play and swim around and worship the Namor and everything. I was like, I wonder if that's, if they filmed it the same way, just made like a giant swimming pool tank and had everybody just hold their breath, essentially, I guess, for filming those scenes. I would ruin it so many times. (laughs) Gotta get some really strong swimmers in here. Bubble, bubble. I'm sorry! (laughs) Uh, So, I I liked in the background the the ball game that they play in El Dorado. Like, the old Mayan ball game where you have to, like, not using your hands, get the ball through a ring. Basketball soccer. Yeah, basketball soccer. That's the, that's the official name. Yeah, the official official terms. Uh, and they, when they're fighting on the bridge, um, one of the Tolokins throws a water ball at like the head general guy, and he like bounces it with his hip at uh, was it a Koye? Whoever he was, I think he was fighting a Koye on on Whoever the. He was aiming at. Whoever he was aiming at, he does that little, like, hip bounce, and I was like, that is such a subtle, smart way to show that, like, he's played that that game underwater. Mm-hmm. Um, the fight scene, Pocketock? Oh, it has a, it, yes, I, there was no way I would have been able to pull that out of any memory pocket. bank. <laughs> no, I've. That's also the only <laughs> result that I'm seeing that, like, showed another name for it. Like, mm. that looks like it was yeah. like an actual Mayan name. All the other ones just call it the Mayan ball game or something along those lines. This is why we have a Googler. So now we know the name is Pakataka for that. Pakatak. Yeah. Um, Sorry. Don't call it Pocket Attack. So pocket taco. <laughs> pocket taco. Everybody needs a pocket taco. I was just what to say. Everyone could use a pocket taco. Uh, so I was just gonna toss out that the Fine. the fight scene was brutal between Namor and Shuri. Like the cutting the feet wing, setting Namor on fire, and <laughs> uh, Shuri getting impaled. Like didn't see that coming. It's the only time I've seen somebody use, like, the video game tactic of blowing the thing up behind the guy. Yes. <laughs> Where they strategically place, like, an oil barrel, and you know you're supposed to... Yeah. Yeah. So how convenient was it that there was just, <coughs> just so happened to be a, like, desert island on the edge of where the ship was headed that was sucking out all of the moisture from the air. That's just so very, very convenient for... They, d- they did show that 
Shuri had planned it. Oh, really? Okay. Like that. Um, I do not so know if it's the same. Sorry. Oh, no. Just on the note. So she probably assumed the ship wasn't going to hold him long enough. That's why she was hurling towards that specific oh, landmass. Was that like, we're fighting here. This is the closest dry desert landmass. Yeah, and you can't just stab something to make the heat stop. Gotcha. Yeah. What what's the damages? Uh, catastrophic. Said the sun. <laughs> you just see him go zip off like a little needle. Ah. <laughs> uh, so uh, Shuri, it must have been uh, Fish Fry Friday at Shuri's Sugar Shack. Um, it's what's uh, for dinner. What? Hmm. Huh? I'm going to cut all this out. <laughs> <laughs> Namor, uh, once he realizes that he doesn't have any any other moves, doesn't have any wings on his feet or anything, goes straight for the uh, boxing. <laughs> oh, the boxing fists. The yes. boxing fists. Well, I got nothing else. I guess I'll just fist fight you. I can do this all day. Yeah, insanely effective, though. <clears throat> yeah. If she did not have that suit, dead on the first punch. Oh, yeah. For sure. <laughs> the punches are causing shockwaves. Right. He's super... On top of her being 100 pounds, uh, he's super strong. Like, he's just going to decimate her face. On an unrelated, related note, um, <laughs> apparently... <laughs> Sounds like something you say in Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> apparently, um... Growing a beard helps you not break your jaw when you're in a fist fight. It's true. <laughs> so, I forgot where we saw that. Uh, TikTok. It was it was a TikTok, but it was like <laughs> the history of like why Vikings and a lot of warriors would grow beard be- beards because um, just the small amount of cushion makes you exponentially less likely to break your jaw when you're getting punched like exponentially well yeah i mean i can see that just don't get into any like hand-to-hand like i guess if you're (laughs) fist fighting it's hand-to-hand but you know long beards are easy uh handles yeah just (laughs) one of those cozy style ones Grab the beard and punch the face. Yeah, thank you for captioning my... Uh, yes, uh, captioning your motions <laughs> that the audience cannot see. Yes. Have an audio medium. For, uh, <laughs> um, so, mini, t- mini T'Challa. Bless you. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like something I would order <laughs> off of a food truck. <laughs> Can I have one Can mini T'Challa? <laughs> Uh, oh yes, I would like whipped cream on it, please. <laughs> oh, I was thinking it was more like a like taco. a mini taco, like mini jala. Hala- yes, I would like it with jalapenos, please. <laughs> it's it's either a sweet deep fried food, or it is a Mexican food that you would like salsa and guac on the side. Why not both? <laughs> uh, whipped cream and sour cream. I, I, I love that they. They were like, we're not going to re- recast the T'Challa. That would be extremely... Our, our fans would never forgive us. Disrespectful. We promise you we won't 
recast that T'Challa. <laughs> Instead, we get a genetic replacement, exact copy of T'Challa that's only five years old. We should actually be grateful because they had the cop out they've used in other situations where they could have just pulled him from another universe. That's <laughs> In this one, Eric Killmonger is... <laughs> Oh, all the fans love us because Killmonger is the good T'Challa in this universe. That's 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 true. That would have been a rough cop out. Yeah. That like a lot of the fans would have been happy. The multiverse. <laughs> we love that multiverse. Oh, another thing. Um, how it should have ended. Is a hundred percent right about this movie. All, I would accept any of their endings uh, as acceptable substitutes. The movie was good. I definitely didn't dislike it. We'll come up with a rating in a minute. However, well, it was I can't good. argue with the fact it was just it was unnecessary. I guess that's all. It was good. It was worth watching, but also I would. There were a lot of other ways they could have uh, just wrapped up some of these events without going into detail. I only have two things, and one of them is Shuri, when she's saying goodbye to Riri, does the same handshake in the lab that she does with T'Challa in the first movie, which was super cool, because she really doesn't have anybody else now that her brother's gone. Um, I did like the resolution where it shows all of the... uh, When Shuri's about to kill Namor, and it shows her thinking about all of the exact um, same situations with the Tolokans and the Wakandans. So it's like, they have children, we have children. They have their community, we have our community. Why are we killing each other? And it's just really deep because that's really how all war is. If you just take sit back for a second and take a look, like... W- we know in all wars, we always think that there's, like, good guys and bad guys. But, like, they are also fighting for their children and their yeah. their women, you know, their, mm-hmm. their, their wives. Their, you know, their wives and children are at home playing and making bread and all of this stuff. So when it was doing that, uh, not really flashback, but all the comparisons where she's like, why are we fighting when we're both, like, the same? You know, all our our, our cultures are the exact same at their core. Um, I thought that that was a, a good way that well, wasn't cheesy to wrap that up. I'm... All the time, when people go to war, like, the people that are actually doing the fighting, most of them... It, doesn't matter if they believe in whatever the fight is over it doesn't matter if they care about winning that once you're already at war the reason you go and fight is to protect all the things you're talking about like all of the all the things that make your people your people so yeah when when you're looking at just wiping out another whole civilization that is just the same as you I mean as far as all the root things. You're like, why don't we just not do that? Yeah, we could just learn from each other, maybe. Yeah, if both sides, if that's how wars ended in real life, that'd be amazing. If there was that moment where 
you know, everybody was like, here, have some blanket bitch. Guys, the stuff's so cool down here. Wow, this is crazy. Like, <laughs> All these people just died. <laughs> <laughs> like, you have a home? Oh, dude, I have a home. You have a wife? Oh, dude, I have a wife at home. And kids. Okay, there's my like, how it should have ended. One of the divers had COVID. <laughs> Just wipes out the whole underwater population oh. and haul the suit back. Here, you can have you can have the diving suits. Take them. <laughs> we don't want them. What happens when? Like... <laughs> wah, wah, wah. It's a weird underwater virus. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Sorry to keep that going so long. Oh no, I mean, just good. Um, and then the only other thing is that re- re- minus the main driving plot point that you were talking about of like, ah, they want to kill this scientist because she made a metal detector that <laughs> discovers things that don't work with metal detectors. Like, they had her be the exact same forgetfulness and not forgetfulness but like how can we incorporate this person as a major plot point they did the same thing with america chavez where like we all talked about dr strange and all the things that were going on and then there just happened to be a new character introduced this is a character that is a young teenage girl that we need for one very specific reason that there's definitely ways to get around but we need to get her into the Marvel universe, so we're just gonna like shoehorn her into the plot in a weird way where she's like kind of forget uh, like a forgettable character. Um, not gonna get a lot of backstory on her, but there's this there's this teenage kid. She has this thing. We might see her later. <laughs> the main villain wants to kill them, like exact same plot as. Uh, Doctor Strange 2. So, and these movies just came out like a year apart. Going back to what you were saying about all these teenage kids being geniuses, America Chavez is not not, a, not okay. a genius. Okay, there are a couple exceptions to the rules. It's not 100% of them, but how many geniuses do we... They're all special, even if they're not geniuses. <laughs> That's fair. Before, we were working with three. We have Hulk... Iron Man and Shuri were, like, the geniuses. Hank had already designed stuff, but really, has he done anything geniusy? No, he already had his suit. He already had his day in the sun. He's been a... has been genius. He's the grandpa generation. I'm just saying that, like... <coughs> we forgot to mention America Chavez earlier. Because she's a very forget forgettable, <laughs> unimportant... We're gonna... I think not because she's a girl. Not because she's a girl. <laughs> no, because I was like, we no, like Shuri is awesome. She's hilarious. We don't get her hilarity in this movie, which is sad. So they had to like put in a a, a Shuri Mark too. That was America Chavez is extremely forgettable compared to her screen time. For the amount of time she was on screen. She she should be more present when I try to think back on that movie, and that's not what I think of. Honestly, the main takeaway from that movie was Zombie Strange. But yeah. anyway. Well, the movie wasn't called America Chavez. It was called Doctor Strange. 
Which so, really it should have been called Scarlet Witch in the Multiverse of Madness. That's but I digress. Fair. All right. We need a ranking. Oh yeah, you're pulling up the rankings. Rank yeah, I'm sorry. I forgot guy. about it. I was like, oh, we should better close out. Guys. I believe the term is like MacGuffin. Like there's it there's there's a term for something that's a really shoehorned plot point in a movie that we just have to have to drive the plot forward, but doesn't really give any intrinsic value. A Doc McStuffins. Got it. Yes. So, I don't know if you realize this, but this is the first movie that I... The first movie that I have reviewed with you guys. Oh! We get to make you a thing! I get to have a column on the spreadsheet! Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, shy. Boom, boom, boom. And the well, things that you were no, a part of. to be of. fair, like, <clears throat> Shy gave her Spider-Man, like, all of her Spider-Man rankings when she only actually, like, rated one of them was in the recorded audio episode of one Oh, of them. yeah. Yeah. So. Oh, my really God. She's only too. been in two. Wow. Spider- <laughs> she hates Tobey Maguire. It's just two, two, three. <laughs> that's gar- That's terrible. Yeah. Okay. So, we start with Grace. No, I'm yeah, going to let you guys go oh, first okay. because oh. I want to know what you guys ranked it so I can have a comparable rating. This is rough because, I mean, the, the acting was great. The CG was great. I'm not a fan of, I, I'm not a fan of, like, sadness. Like... Oh, yeah, um, you're always going for, like, the comedy things. You're I not, prefer the lighthearted. Yeah. I prefer lighthearted and happy endings. Like, if a movie doesn't have happy ending and is just sad or dark the whole time, I'm not a fan of it. But, like, I don't know. I think for this one I'm just going to give it, uh, uh, like a 7.2? Right. I give it a 7.0. Um, <coughs> I... Every time, like, when we're talking about our ratings, I forget nobody else, without listening to every other episode, sees the spreadsheet that I'm looking at, which means they don't know where it's comparing with other movies. I'm just going to give it a 7. It wasn't... The, the effects and everything were good. Acting was good. Um, I, I'm thinking my lower rating might... Or lower rating might come from more writing-based stuff. Like, and it's not that the story was bad, just there was some stuff I think they could have come up with a little more organically than they did. Um. That's fair. Fair. Yeah, I'm... I I don't know, I'm, I'm like, somewhere between, like, a 7.5 and, and a 7.8. Wow. So, like, I know that it's on, like, the higher end of 7s, but... I can't quite give it an eight, and I feel like seven is too low for me. I, I can give you the first range to score ever on the spreadsheet if you want, but... Nah, so we'll do 7.6, just because that's between seven. Okay. Cool. There we go. Right on. Well, we did it. We did it. You have been listening to a review of Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Thanks, Siri. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh, did, did you want me to do it in my, uh, my, uh, news anchor caster voice? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Please, close this out. <laughs> oh, okay. Make sure, make sure Hulk's <laughs> Or wait, something about Wakanda forever. <laughs> whisper, whisper. Thank you for listening to A Marvelous Podcast. For more information, please visit the description below. And if you would like to see more content like this, please hit that subscribe <laughs> button. Just, just Make sure you turn on the bell for notifications. Oh, wait, this isn't YouTube. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook. And that's about it. Oh, and any podcasting whatever, you can listen to us wherever. Make sure to... Sp- Flash that subscribe button. Make sure to siren song that subscribe button. Make sure to e-bombe that subscribe button. E-bombe! Alright, you guys have taken care of the embarrassment enough for three, so... Alright, bye! Bye! Bye.